You're listening to the Unstoppable E-Commerce Podcast. I'm Karen Parkinson. And I'm Megan Winter. It takes more than a great product, a pretty website, and some social media to have a successful online store, but you've probably already figured that out. So after a decade each in the industry, we thought it was about time we share our knowledge, experience, and wisdom with you so you can sell more on your online store. In today's episode, we talk to founder and CEO of Three Warriors, Corbin Halliday, all about how he has used influencers to grow his brand from a little side hustle to now having seven full-time employees. Corbin shares how he approaches influencers, the red flags to look out for, how to measure the number of sales an influencer generates, and how he has gained exposure from some of the world's most famous celebrities or without paying a cent. He also shares why he doesn't like the word influencer and why this mindset has been key to his success. Before we dive in, if you enjoy this episode, please take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories by tagging us at Unstoppable Ecom. This would absolutely make our day. It will also mean the world to us if you could rate the show and leave a review. It really helps with our ratings and it will help other online store owners find the information they're looking for. Let's dive in. We hope you enjoy this episode. Corbin, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Now, we know that we could talk to you about so many different things because your business has been on an amazing journey. And I'm really excited about this one because it is a Tassie local success story, so my neck of the woods. But we're going to discuss with you today all about influencer marketing because we know you are a gun at that. (laughs) Yes, I do love that part of the business. It's a lot of fun marketing. When we were, uh, had you in our Igniter program, you were always helping all of our other students with their questions around influencer marketing. So we thought the best thing to do would be to get you on to chat all about it. Well, I wouldn't be able to do it without your Ignite program. It's been absolutely amazing help, girls. So thanks very much for introducing me to it. Okay. So tell us, um, how does influencer marketing contribute to your business, Three Warriors? Influencer marketing is one of the most important things you could possibly do for your business. Um, So without Instagram and social media, I feel like the business wouldn't be where it is today. Um, It's a a really great free platform uh, in terms of uh, not unpaid advertising uh, to help expose and get your brand out to the public as quick as possible. So I'm really curious about something before we dive into that a little bit more and unpack the how you use uh, influence marketing and, and all the things. So I've always kind of put influencers in different buckets and I'm really interested to hear how you um, categorise influencers or and especially people who call themselves influencers who may not necessarily <laughs> be an influencer. Yeah. So I kind of look at... I kind of look at things as, you know, people having, say, let's just talk about Instagram, for example, to start with. So with in Instagram accounts, there's people who can create amazing content and these are content creators. There's then people who maybe have a big following but aren't necessarily, maybe don't have the right audience and don't influence in the technical term of influencing people to do something and then there's true influences how do you categorize the different accounts and the different types 
of accounts into what a true influencer actually is? Great question, Megan. Um, so there's micro, we like to call them micro and macro influencers um, in influencer marketing. There's different there's different sections of it. So I guess you can see there's, there's an influencer that has a million followers and, um, and sometimes not always about how many followers they have. Uh, it's about the engagement that the influencer or person, I like to call them, uh, is getting on each post they're posting or their stories. So um, we've only just we've only paid two influencers in the last five years of running the business. Wow. So it's a, it's a pretty big um, and important thing when it comes to influencer marketing is to know who that you should be paying. Uh, and if someone is generally invested in what they're doing, because obviously influencer is being an influencer is running your own brand, your own business, basically. You're, you're you know using your your own social platform to make money or to help get more followers. So um, for me, um, I feel that, yeah, if they, if someone's passionate about your brand or whatever product you're selling, they'll most commonly, they'll post it for free. So when I'm looking for an influencer to, to expose the brand and put share through their followers, I'm looking for someone with high engagement, lots of um, likes on a, their recent five to six posts and also um, a high comment turnover as well. Now, there is some Instagram pods that quite a lot of groups are doing at the moment, which is false comments. So, mm-hmm. what they're doing is there's like 20 or 30 people um, have gotten together and they all comment on each other's, they have a pod through a messaging app and they'll comment on each other's posts um, to to get a high algorithm for Instagram and to create like gaming like, the system a little literally, bit, getting the yeah. algorithm to go, oh, this is really popular. We're going to yeah. put it out there, but actually it's them and their 20 mates. Correct. Mm-hmm. So if you actually, um, when you're looking, at least I do five or six posts, I'm looking at somebody to send product to is because you can tell it's a, it's a bit of a um, pattern with the same people commenting on each po- on each post and you're like, okay, right. this person's not a great person to send stuff to. But in saying that, I actually have sent it purposely to, to that group just to test it and we still do really well with some sales because there's still a group of people that most likely interested in your product anyway want to try it. So, um, yeah, yeah, no, it's it all, all, you know, there's sometimes it's, just, it's, it's really important to know that the, big, the bigger the following is always the bigger the reach you're going to get. Um, there's obviously a lot of fake followers as well on some of these bigger profiles as well. And also, um, sometimes the engagement isn't very high if you have a million followers. I'm so, so interested that you said that you paid two over yeah. time. So I'm going to get your feedback as to how the paid went versus the free. But I just want to <laughs> share something with um, about when I used to work for a big uh, sportswear brand, I came on board and they had a contract with an influencer. It was a year-long contract and it was 10,000 euros a month that they were paying this influencer wow. to post. And like they'd already committed to it. I jumped in and had a look at the influencer's account and it was this lovely um, female who was all about you know sportswear and activewear and everything. And everyone that was following her was mostly dudes. So <laughs> she's never going to sell any activewear to, to females. They weren't was... following her for the clothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> because she's wearing nothing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was like a technical, I don't know if I should say this on the podcast, but it's technically what we would refer to in the industry as a tits and ass account. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm so interested. So they kind of, you know, flushed 120K wow. uh, down the drain, which is oh, heartbreaking. But so what's your feedback around the paid versus so the so in terms of um for paid for me so i'm currently paying two influencers um and the way that i pay them is because i sent them product uh, one has four hundred thousand followers actually and she's got very high engagement and she posted for actually fell in love with three warriors which was amazing um and posted for me for free and every time she would post would you know we'd be returning two three thousand dollars in sales which is a lot of money for an influencer for a small brand like us. So um, the way we've done it with her is we've given her a discount code. Um, and so we can track and see, um, obviously everyone gets discount code to agree, but we can track and say, okay, your discount code's done this much this month. We'll give you 10% of what those sales are. So for that influencer to keep wanting to post, uh, about three worries. One, because she loves it. But two, um, we send her a box of product every month as well. And three, it's because she's making money. So she's posting more and more and more because mm-hmm. to get more sales. But obviously, it's benefiting us as well. And more and more people of her 400,000 followers are seeing the brand. So um, that's that's a really good way of measuring how well your influencer does for your brand exposure wise and sales is to give a discount code out now they're really easy to make on shopify you girls would probably so i'm fairly sure you guys did that in your course showed how to do it um and that's a really good way to incentivize them to make more posts yeah yeah. by incentivizing them like financially rather than just giving them a flat fee yes we're actually making them make sales first yep yeah, and I think I only like working with people, uh, which I thought you guys are probably very similar, that actually are very invested in what you're doing, ethos, yeah. and also um, love the product. I'm not going to have somebody, an influencer, selling or you know, basically selling my product and exposing it all over social media. They don't like it and wear it. Yeah. Yeah, it's so really important. you've talked about, like, what makes a good influencer. We're looking for engagement and people that actually care. How do you go about finding those influencers to approach? Oh. I spend way too much time on social media. I was telling you, the, you guys earlier on that I've just um, employed someone recently to take over and do all social media marketing for me, which has been a huge weight off my shoulders because we spend so much time on social media, you know, like eye strain. But um, to find them, you, I literally would look at, I'd find a really great, um, well, for, for my brand, uh, our target audience is uh, 30 to 55. So what I do, I go on social media and look around for um, uh, mothers and groups, different sorts of things that have uh, interests um, that relate to our audience, of our brand, and I contact through there and I look, also look through their follower friends and, and vice versa and go through that way and that's how I find them. Quite a of people. I'm a bit of a stalker, yes. Yeah, yeah. super stalker. And do you know what? I've actually got quite Organized a few... Organised stalking. Yeah, I guess you say that. I've actually got quite a few celebrities on board that way as well. So the way I, to get a celebrity um, on board is you can't reach out because they're not going to write back to you. Like, they never check your messages, like, yeah. until they're wearing your product, then they'll write back to you. But um, so we've got... Um, we've, I've got... Oh, excuse me, our product, product gets used in a home and away, the voice. Um, Married at first sight, big brother. Um, and to get those contacts, I reached out to the makeup artists on social media. Oh, okay. 
Wow. So all the makeup artists, and then I'd reach out to the friends of the celebrities. So um, we've got Dina Lohan, Lindsay. Lindsay Lohan's probably not a great um, person to advertise the brand, but she has got red hair and similar skin to me, so it does look good on her skin. Um, recently, we've sent stuff to Miley Cyrus. She loves spray tan. She loves our retail range at the moment. So the way I connected with these um, A-list, I could call them, I guess, celebrities, is I went through their friends and family and makeup artists and send them out to every single one of their, like, kind of really friends. It really is professional stalking. Literally. <laughs> yeah, I sent it to their, well, I sent it to Dina Lohan, which was Lindsay's mum first, and then she hadn't write back, but I got her contact through a friend of hers. And then, sorry, the whole, so the whole friend circle of the Lohan family all wear the tan now, and then obviously they're like, we want to give it to Lindsay to try it. And without pushing it towards saying we want Lindsay to be wearing the product, it was yeah. like a no-brainer for, for them to give it to the, I'd give it to a daughter to try as well. And for Miley, it was her makeup artist. Um, she's so lovely as well. We've actually become quite good friends online and she does a lot of other celebrities as well. So that it's about being smart and and I think working around friends group because, you know, when we all have something on or something, try something new and we're with our friends socialising, your friends notice, especially in terms of having a tan or a new product or whatever you're selling. Um, people are going to comment on it and say it looks really great and you're looking really well at the moment. And they're going to mention, say, I've got this product, Three Warriors, I'm trying or so-and-so. That's how. That's really important to mention is that you have an amazing product. You have to have an amazing product. That's the fundamental element of any successful online store is you can't just sell crap. You have to have a really great product, a beautiful experience. People then come in, you know, if, if anybody's referring it to their friends or influencers are selling it or whatever, it's a great experience from start to finish and then the actual product itself is amazing. Yeah, I agree with that, Megan. And if you don't love what you're selling, like if you don't love your brand, I'm obsessed with my brand, obviously. I love it. I wear it all the time. Don't sell it. Yeah. Think of something else. Like you have to be utterly obsessed with what you're doing and love your job. And if, it, if for me, obviously, if it's a product, you've got to love your product and wear it. That sells itself straight away. That's the most important thing. So it's really word-of-mouth marketing but on steroids. We're looking for people who would be talking <laughs> about it anyway, giving them a reason to talk about it, but then kind of, formally getting them to actually post to their socials and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think you've got a really different way of looking at influencer marketing. When people look at influencer marketing in general and they think, okay, I want to implement an influencer marketing strategy, they think, okay, I've got to have, you know, step one, step two, like this big kind of formal strategy all planned out and it's more about what you're saying is actually – just approach the people who you think might like the product, you know, go out to their network, go out to, you know, like it's more kind of organic, I feel like, the way that you approach it. Yeah, just relationship be, building. Yeah, us. be real. Like, I mean, think about if I want to receive something from somebody and obviously I get stuff sent to me on. I obviously don't post about it because it just defeats. I'm not influenced, so I don't want to do it. But obviously people will still know you've got a business and they want to, if they see kind of the success of your brand, they want to start you posting about their stuff. I'm happy to try it. But like if, if, if I want to have a message from somebody that wants to try something, I want them to be really real with me. And you know, say, hi, it's Corbin, the founder here of Three Warriors. Um, I've got a really great brand. I love you to try it. It's Tasmanian. Talk about the key points about why you love it so much and why you think they will like it. Like don't beat around the bush. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. the more authentic you are, the more you're going to get a better response. So what do you expect from your influencers if you're sending them free product? Do you have any kind of like 
formal, I'm going to give you this and you're going to post three times? Or is it more just that I'm going to send them stuff and hope that they put something up? So for the first couple of years, it was hope and <laughs> send out a post. Fingers crossed. <laughs> and I've got five SKUs or four SKUs and a, and a self-tanning mitt. So I was sending the whole range out to like anyone, everyone. And I was thinking, oh, wow, okay, I'm like wasting a lot of money and so majority of the content was shocking like so now i've got a um a, a document that i've made and it's a, a bit of a guideline which i'm happy to share with you girls to share with the rest of the team whoever wants to watch this and listen to it um Wonderful, and uh it's a bit of a guideline about what really works really well for the business and it just has obviously for us we need to see lots of before and afters and tanning um it's super simple and it says about lighting and where we'd like the photo to be taken um and it, it helps so much because you know if someone sent me a product too to do a post as well i would want to know how would you how do you want it to be styled where do you want me to take the photo in my bathroom do you want it in the we kitchen light people love instructions hey like even us for ignite for asking for testimonials if you just ask for a testimonial people never get around to it because it's such a big daunting thing to jump on camera yeah but if we ask for hey can you just jump on camera and answer these three questions for us just do a uh, portrait stand here hold this they do it because you've made it simple and you've broken it down for them. Yeah, very important. I love that you're telling them about the lighting and the before and after yeah. and kind of <laughs> when you get them the product. Because, you know, well, if for tanning as well, it's like super hard to get a before and after picture. It's quite tricky, especially if you've never done it before. So, I mean, there's some, there's some really cool little techniques that get the lighting right so you can actually see it, depending on what product yeah, you're using. Awesome. Um, but, yeah, we, that, we find that's really, really uh, it helps a lot. So you've obviously, as you say, like, you know, when you started, you're full of hope and you just kind of had a scattergun approach and send out other products and hope for the best. If somebody was, like, if you were to give yourself advice back then and somebody was starting out and hadn't worked with any influencers, maybe they sell, you know, a higher price point product or maybe they can't, you know, just start, send out lots and lots of samples, like, wh what would you recommend? What advice would you give someone who's just in that very early stages of working with influencers? My advice to you would be to first thing, get a spreadsheet ready um, and make sure you record down everything and who you're sending it to. That's the one thing I didn't do right. <laughs> I just sent it and hoped, oh, okay? Who did I send that to? <laughs> Literally. Um, I've also, I'm now using a program called Pipe Drive. So when you're ready to use that, I think that's about um, 50 US dollars a month, which is actually really good. And it, yeah. um, you can put in there your lead. Um, uh, you can drag it, your the influencer across to each section, each column to show a track, basically what you've said to them, what have they posted yet and et cetera, et cetera. So we'll put it in. So my advice to you would be to start slow, really find um, the small and micro influencers that you think that have high engagement as you've seen looked on their comments and their likes and um yeah just just be just don't go too hard with it straight away like it's mm -hmm. it's taken me five years to start so we send now i send 50 parcels out a um, month to yeah. influencers so yeah. five years do that so and and also like just if you have a couple of products or what you're selling obviously some some of the stuff that we all sell is expensive to send out. So just be very selective about who you're picking. Um, and yeah. And do also you ask them first or are you just sending it? No, I'd ask them first and then I'd say to them, um, what product would you like to try? I'd give them an option to pick which product. 
um, instead of if they ask me for the full range, I, I'm say I'll be more than happy to send you the full range after I, you try the gradual tan first. I feel like you'd love that product first for one of the products um, because you're also going to be careful with how much stuff you're giving away. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you send them that gradual tan and they do an amazing post and you get some return, then you're more likely to. It's send a no brainer to send out yeah. the rest of the range. Yeah. And even yeah. scatter it out and they do a post per. Per thing. Now, the other thing about what to mention to you girls, when we are working with influencers, um, you can like just be careful what you expect from them if you're not paying them. Um, as again, we've as I said, we've only paid two people. We're only paying two influencers paying at the moment, but and we've got lots of exposure from Instagram influencers. Just maybe ask them to do a story for you. Just check with them. Say that you guys write to do a story uh, and at one post. Majority of them will say them. Oh, we just want to do a story. A story is still really great. It's very high engagement a lot of the time and they'll show you that as well. And then if they like the product, they'll generally post again and again even without you asking as well. That's the really amazing thing about it. So I guess and the so, more you give them, the more you can ask for or the yeah. more value that it is, yeah. the more you can ask for. Yeah. The more authentic as well you are, the more people will approach it better. Yeah. Yeah, like you said before, you know, you call them people. You don't call them influencers. Well, they're real people. Well, that's what yeah. it is. Like they're like us. Like they they've got a business. That's their business. Their their brand. That's what they're doing. Um, yeah. So, I actually dislike the word influencer a lot. <laughs> My friend, uh, her name's also Karen, and she is what you would call a micro influencer in that she's not really an influencer. She doesn't. She's not on Instagram for that. She just does her own thing, and she does a lot of like hiking and posts about her tales with her dogs and things like that. Yeah, but. She's gorgeous. She wouldn't admit it, but she is. And people offer to send her stuff all the time, like free stuff. And she gets so excited. Like, I think a lot of businesses are scared to just offer to send products. Yeah. Where she's like, oh my God, amazing. I'd love to try that. You know, happy to do a story or put up a post. So there's a lot of people in that sort of micro where you're thinking, you know, like over 10,000 rather than 100,000 fans that actually get a kick out of it. Whereas I think a lot of businesses are too scared to approach people because they think they have to pay them money or, wow, this person's got so many followers, there's no way they would want to try my product. And actually seeing that other side of it, they are real people and, you know, people love free stuff. And that's so true. <laughs> it does. Like when someone reaches out to you, you feel special. Like, yeah, yeah you, you're like, oh, they picked me or something. Like there must be something good about the way I post my like do my instagram posts or stories or way you look so it does make you feel special and you'll, you'll find that most people will say yes yeah but just make yeah. sure you check that engagement and make sure you're seeing that that product for a reason because you're sending it to get a re exposure about your brand and yes. hopefully a return you wouldn't sales. go hey you look really pale and pasty maybe you should try my tan <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you could use it. Like them. I say it to me, like, <laughs> I am pale. Like it's that to me. But also like, you know, the whole the whole influencer marketing is super important because as you guys will know this from what you taught me in the course, is that, you know, you're getting traffic. You want traffic to your Shopify stores because your traffic is data to retarget with ads. Yeah. Because yeah. even, even if those people aren't buying when they go to your store after they look at, you know, swipe up on the on the post, the story, you're still retargeting. There's a potential. Like, they go into the funnel. Yeah. And one of them, I mean, a couple of them will purchase. Yeah. There's a couple of really important things that both of you have just said there that I just want to make sure that we don't just skip over because 
So when you were talking about micro-influencers, sometimes it's actually beneficial to have or more beneficial to have maybe two or three micro-influencers as opposed to going after those big accounts that have, like you said, you know, you might go for someone who has a a thousand really engaged followers or 10,000 really engaged followers as opposed to somebody who's got 100,000 followers. It could actually be beneficial, more beneficial to start there. So if someone's just starting out, don't be afraid to really do the research like Corbin said, but then look at those accounts that have, you know, someone behind it who maybe doesn't get approached a lot and somebody who's going to get really excited about it and then post a couple of times and their audience could be a lot more engaged and could be a lot more authentic than probably more actually someone who gets they actually know the person rather than yeah, you know, some celebrity. No, it's true. (laughs) It's it's true. And you'll find that their friends group as well will, if they like it, they'll end up start purchasing and supporting you or following you and stuff as well on your social channels. But like, I'm like, like, as you've said, you know, you don't like the word influencer. It's essentially just word of mouth. Yeah, Yeah. it is. Yeah, that's that's how Three Warriors started as well, word of mouth. That's how we did it as well. Like, it's it's all, it's how every business will start until you you do the Ignite course and then everything changes. (laughs) (laughs) What's the other advocacy, the bottom of the bar? Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's what I wanted to touch on. You've kind of mentioned it a couple of times, you know, like it's just the top of the funnel. Getting people to become aware of your brand is the top of the funnel. If you don't have a website that's ready to follow up, a email strategy in place, retargeting ads, all of the things, if your website's not converting, don't even bother with influencer marketing yet get all those other things in place yeah and also once your business is to a is to a a level where you can be um pumping money into to marketing and social media and stuff as well like i'm not opposed to saying don't pay influencers but when you get to enough level a level where you can start spending money and offsetting money on those things then you align yourself with with someone that's got a a big following but just be super careful test them out first and see how they go mm-hmm. because i've got, i've had you know some i won't mention the names of the, some of the people i've had some pretty big inf- australian influencers probably some of the biggest contact me and ask to to um partner with the brand um uh, and say how much they love the product and da 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 um but they want you know fifteen twenty thousand dollars a month from me and upfront without yeah, actually having any 100 percent yep and yeah. then I, I i said that's too much like i said i'm sorry we're not we're not investing that kind of money into thing i was straight i'm on straight away i'm honest to the, the two ladies that contacted me and then they went to the competitor brand one of my competing brands and did exactly the same thing now because i have in, i have a friend of a friend that you know, has worked for a competing brand right at the time. So, um, yeah. After they've just told you how much they love your brand and Literally, everything. yeah. So just be yeah. super careful because that's their job. Their they job is the to make as them. much money as they can from you. So that's that's a very, very big word of advice. Don't rush into there going and paying $10,000 a month or even five or $2,000 a month yeah. to anyone unless they've proven to you free and you've seen all their mm-hmm. engagement and all their statistics that um, they can... talking about being a person as well, it's true the other way. So I've recently had a baby. She'll be four months tomorrow. And every time I post a picture of her on Instagram, I get like at least three comments and say, oh, we'd love to work with you. DM us, DM us. And it's like you can <laughs> tell they've written that on every single post that has yeah. hashtag baby-related hashtags. Yeah. And so I just ignore all of them. I wouldn't have a clue if any of them were actually genuine because I just assume that they're all just some robot that someone set up to comment every time this hashtag is used. So without that actual personal approach, you kind of just 
assume that they're a robot. Yeah, that's, yeah, well, there's heaps of that as well. On How not lots. to influence a mum. A lot. But you know what? You're part of the mum group now. So I, oh. I, would, I would be targeting you. <laughs> <laughs> because the mums love fake tan because the, they can, they can, you can breastfeed with it. You know, you can, doesn't, it's toxic free. It doesn't affect, you know, any hormonal and problems. And, you can see yeah. the video side of this where I'm the white and pasty. Oh, you'd be great. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. I'm glad because the Queenslander and I'm the Tassie. And I know you're not. I know you're not far down the road from my office too, Karen. So I have my little parcel delivered to you. <laughs> uh, so I think there's so many things that we can. Like I think people can get so much gold out of this episode just by listening to it, and even listening to it a couple of times because I think Corbin has so much knowledge to um, bring around this topic and so many resources that he's mentioned, which is so like open and willing to share. One final question that I have is, what do you do once you? So you've kind of you've kind of mentioned how you find people, how you reach out to them where does it end like do you follow them up do you kind of circle back around to them in a couple of weeks couple of months like how do you keep that relationship alive yeah um it's a very interesting question and it's good because you always keep in contact with the person that that has worked with you whether it's a follow-up to say hi how things are going um as i said before generally if they love your brand they're gonna they're gonna keep posting about you anyway even even if you're not paying them, we find that most majority influencers are posting like three or four, four to five times about you. Um, and we obviously resend product. We always follow up. Um, so after seeing the product out, we give them about a one to two weeks to produce the content and try the product. And then once they've posted it, we then obviously use the pipe drive program and have all this recorded so we know. Um, then we have a, it's a reminder in that program of using a spreadsheet to go through it again and, and to follow up and just say hi and also like engage in their posts. Like they've also, if they're doing it for free for you, like engage in what they're doing for yeah. their business as well. Like it's all about helping everyone out as one big whole family. Like, like it comes back. That's what happens. And do yeah. you send to them again? Yeah. So like if they've been posting still, yeah. then you just send them more products as they would run out. Yeah. But the crazy thing is most of them, which because obviously I don't go through every single order on Shopify and go, I know that person. Yeah. <laughs> like, but most <laughs> of them purchase. Yeah, they become and I'm like, oh, you should have told me. And they're like, oh, we love it so much. We've already purchased it. I'm like, well, he, he, next time here, let me know. So we, yeah. that's what happens. So, which is really exciting as well. So, and she's like, and then they'll tell you that, you know, five of their friends have purchased as well. And, yeah, and some of them don't even use the code. Awesome. You're like, you need to use the code, and you know. So yeah. it, it, it's it's about everyone helping everyone everyone out. You know, if, if the you're bottom line, have a good product and be a nice person. Literally, yeah. Good karma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't be nasty in business, and also, yeah. I mean, I think if there's something you can you can give to somebody towards their business. Go for it. Do it. It's really important yeah, to do that. Awesome. Because we'll come back. Thank you so much for giving back to our community and sharing so many amazing ideas with them all. We're really excited to hook up um, that cheat sheet as well that you kind of send out and put that in the show notes. uh, And we'll also link up to that pipe drive, which sounds like it's a really handy tool as well. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's been a lifesaver for me. The spreadsheet days are over. (laughs) (laughs) Where were? Where were you in the business in terms of like when you started, when we first met you in, mm-hmm. in like when you started Ignite, where were you? Paint a picture in the day of the life because it's very different now, right? Okay. Oh, very different now. So when I first spoke to Karen, 
um, I was working from home and I was working two jobs. So I worked as a disability support worker and still cutting hair on the side as well. So I was the next hairdresser. Um, I work full time doing disability support. So I was working from seven o'clock in the morning till two o'clock on the business. And I was working three to 10 every, nearly every day on uh, mm-hmm. disability support worker. I was doing in the morning, I'd check my emails. I would do social media. I would um, start designing stuff through Photoshop. I would be reaching out to influencers. I would be doing sales. Uh, it was just, it's crazy. Everyone in the business. I wore all the hats up until yeah. November last year. Yeah. And now? Now we have six staff on board. We've got a, um, uh, uh, some really great distributors in the EU. We're um, currently about to launch and this is very Super quiet because I haven't actually told anyone yet. We're about to watch the David Jones. Um, you know, this is a podcast. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I, well, I thought, you know what? The perfect time to tell is that. An exclusive. <laughs> exclusively, we're launching to David Jones Ooh. in spring. Ooh, um, oh, yeah, exciting. it's really exciting. Ooh. So they've taken us on. That was a that was a tricky couple of meetings to get into. Yeah, um, and we'll have to talk to you about that in another podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that really really exciting. Um, we're launching into Ireland, UK. We're already in Netherlands, uh, Iceland, and Luxembourg, and we've won seven awards in the last twelve months. So, and I'm actually in the currently process. I can't tell you this one though, but I'm formulating some um, new products, which Ooh. some aren't tanning. Oh, right. Yeah. Exciting. Wow. Look at it's just so cool to see how far you've come and to give people like a bit of hope that, you know, it's you just stick with it and you follow the process and you do the things and it's a big thing. Like you said, yours is that passion. You can yes. just hear it that you live and breathe the business. Yeah. It's my baby. Good product and it's my baby. baby. Literally. Baby. I think I think when I spoke to you guys I had like I think 10,000 followers. We've got 74,000 followers now. So that's been a really strong Amazing. through through influencer marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Thanks for having we will me. definitely have you, I think, on for another um, another exciting episode in, in some of the other things that you've mentioned. Um, Would love to. Yeah, thank you definitely. so much. Yeah. Now, uh, shameless plug here, we are launching another live round of Igniter soon. What would you say to anyone thinking about doing the program? Oh, great question. Seriously, get in there and do it. Like, it's so great. It's helped me. I wouldn't be where I am today without the business, without the course. And I, the good thing is it's a lifetime uh, membership. So you can literally go back in and look back over the course again and again and just to refresh and see if you're missing out and doing anything in your business because there's always, you know, you're learning every day something new and you yeah, forget sometimes yeah, what's not working in my business because there's always going to be things that are going to be not working well. Go back and do the course, look in there and find things you're going to be missing and, and then redo that part of the business. And it's just, it's been, it's been great. I highly recommend to do it. Awesome. Yeah. And, and also, you girls have been great. Like, I literally used to, was like, you, you're, if you have an issue, you, you're both there to help, which has been really fantastic too. It's not just a course. Like, through the weekly calls you guys have it's great to to go and have a look and see what's not working yeah thank you um warm fuzzies so how can people find you um so you can find us on instagram it's just at three warriors and it's the word three not the number and also through our website which is www.threewarriors.com.au um if you want to try any of our products we've got a thousand stockists in australia through health food <laughs> stores and salons and uh we've also got an online store that 
uh, obviously you girls helped me get going. So it was great. But um, yeah, or reach out, Instagram, DM me. If you have any questions as well, I'm happy to answer for you. Um, yeah. Amazing. Look out for Corbin at Three Warriors. And we look forward to seeing where you are this time next year. We'll see. Just got to work hard, don't we? That's what we all do. Right. <laughs> I need a holiday. That's what I need. <laughs> yeah. Come to Queensland. <laughs> yeah, well, it'll be warmer than Tasmania, I'll tell you that. <laughs> all right. Cool. Thanks, Corbin. All righty. Thank Thanks, guys. You.